Hi hi. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Kennedy Sung. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. This episode of the SG Boys contains references to suicide. Listener discretion is advised. At the time of recording, today is the 31st of March, 2021, and it's Kennedy's birthday. Woo! Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> we should sing him a yes. song. Okay, we, we do it. Let's we, harmonize. We do it with a diva twist. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. all right. Um, pick your diva. Pick my diva. Yeah, like, like Snatch Game Edition. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, I think I want to do... Um, mm. Christina, <gasps> obviously. Wow, she's I'll reaching. Try. Okay, try. okay. Is it too early? I haven't warmed up though. I just need to. Try. Sorry. <clears throat> I need to like. <clears throat> Andre Felice. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Mm. Kennedy, you ready? Happy birthday, Kennedy. Find the notes yes. here. Yes. <laughs> I feel like. Wow. Where my background singers? I feel like that. We're in the Patty LaBelle territory. Wow. But happy birthday, Kennedy. Oh You're how young? 24. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, to honor God Meek, I'm going to do a Paris Hilton one. Awesome. Happy birthday to you, gorgeous. So beyond. That's hot. So hot. Sliving a ton. Yeah. I'm rich. Scott Storch. Stars are blind. This is Earth. I'm a DJ and a podcast host. You know, I'm starting to get the feeling like this Kennedy. is like more for you guys than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, but yeah, thank you. But when I woke up this morning, I was like, which happy birthday rendition should I hear? And I went to hear the Marilyn Monroe because she sang it for President Kennedy. Right. Oh, she did. Where she was like, she was super sexual. She was like, happy birthday, Mr. President. Lana Del Rey did a take on that as well. Happy birthday to you. Because she was, she was like very sensual and she was obviously slightly drunk. So, wow. Thank you guys. Yes. I actually feel like out of the renditions we just did, that was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll have to concede. The concede. one that he sang for himself. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, once again, because I did it for myself. You guys did it for yourselves. Oh. <laughs> 24, that's 2-4. Wow, that's like six years before you reach 30. I'm quite nervous because it's one year until I die as a twink. Oh? Apparently, someone told me that twinks die at 25. It's like Christmas lock cake. After 25, nobody won already. <gasps> no! <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, that was quite an ageist joke. I feel you know. very attacked! I feel very attacked! But do you identify as a twink? Okay, lah, today's not about me, it's about you, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy, how are you going to be celebrating your birthday? Actually, a lot of the partying and a lot of the, um, all the high-energy stuff, I usually prefer to get it out of the way before the actual birthday. The actual birthday is, like, usually quite reflective. I'm so indulgent, I had a birthday month. Wow. <laughs> like, the whole of March, I was really partying and going for a lot of brunches and, like, free-flow alcohol brunches and things like that. And lavo. <laughs> we don't give them the free plug. <laughs> <laughs> I have two other very close friends who have birthdays in March so we decided to celebrate together so that's oh, what I've been nice. doing those are the high energy things today it was more muted I took time off work even though I'm catching up a lot on school deadlines and stuff but I still feel very well rested on my birthday I like to take stock of like how my year was and give a phrase to kind of describe what is the next era Ooh, have you picked one? yeah I have actually um, so for 24 on my Instagram post, I kind of talked about how all my life I've always plunged myself into narratives that were not my reality. 
because I'm always constantly like, ooh, uh, I missed out on my 19-year-old days. I never did the underage chalets thing and everything. And I, I was always like in my head about it. I think moving forward, my motto now is cherishing it now. And it's not really in that spirit of indulgence. It's just more of like, I always feel like all my life, it's, I've always been chasing like, narratives to escape from something. I'm realising that I hate a lot of things that I was either born into or a lot of circumstances that surround me and more often than not, sometimes I let that seep into self-hatred. I want to put a stop to it because I don't want that self-hatred to seep into a hatred for the people that love me. And because, you know, I've been going through some personal things, uh, as you guys know, and I think that this year I really want to take care of myself, make the people who can uh, love me uh, proud of me. Yeah, that's what I'm focusing on. But if we give you, like, candles right now on a cake, and when you blow, as you oh, do... what would I... Yeah. What would I You know, when you close your it? eyes and, like, you know, when you huff in, uh, huff in. Oh, uh, what my goes wish, through uh, your mind? <laughs> so this year, it was a very uh, tangible thing. I was like, please get job conversion in my internship in May. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I only have one year left in, in uni, and so that's really stressing me out. I mean, yeah, la, uni life is coming to a close, and it's time to start looking for a job. All right, so now you got this podcast... Prospective employers, Kennedy needs a job. <laughs> this is our official plug for Kennedy's birthday and the best birthday present you can give him is a job conversion. Please don't go on my LinkedIn yet. I haven't beefed it up yet. <laughs> LinkedIn.com oh. slash next. <laughs> Kennedy C. Wyler. Those are all your handles. Well, I, I don't feel worried at all. I actually think uh, Kennedy has great energy today. It's the birth, it's the BDE, not big dick energy, but maybe birthday that, energy. I wouldn't know, but B-Day energy, yeah. you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And earlier on, he was talking about his relationship with the things that he wants and the things that he has, right? He's always chasing these narratives, which is, I should be doing this, or I should have this by now, or these are the things to aspire for. And this is what I have. Right now, I'm just going to focus on what I have. And that's good. I mean, yeah. that's not to say that you shouldn't have any dreams. I mean, it's still important to have goals and dreams. It's yeah. just, personally for me, I did it at the expense of... That's why I said nostalgia was a disease for me because I'd be so caught up in issues of the past and matters of the past and it was very fun to indulge in them. But I think it comes at the expense of my well-being and the people around me. And so that's why I want to have a more healthy relationship with my past and focus on what I have now and just build something for the future. Yeah. yeah. It can be very scary to linger on too much in the past as well as the future. It's good to set goals. It's good to reflect. But the moment you're existing in that space for too long... You get trapped in it and then yeah. you, you lose grip of the present that's happening yeah, right now. I think it's important to be sentimental, but I think it was just really I was obsessive over uh, narratives in my life that I have to accept that they're not there or they've passed and just see it for what it is instead of always looking through uh, terrible situations in the past with rose-colored lenses. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You know, he basically just, I just liked your post on IG. <laughs> that was all in the caption. All the hashtags and key phrases with their rose colored lenses, nostalgia is a disease. He brought it to life on this podcast. <laughs> basically, what Kennedy is trying to say is follow him on Instagram at Kennedy CY. There's no answer. Oh. Happy birthday. Well, actually, <laughs> Mr. President. On that note, today, knowing that it's his birthday, I went to his Instagram and for the first time, I went all the way down. Like mm. I scrolled through Kennedy's profile and, and I learned stalker. so much. I, no, I just learned so much about him because I got to see him in secondary school, you know, him playing, I think, tennis yeah. or is it badminton? Uh, it was tennis in school. Yeah, no, the thing is, I treat it as a personal diary. And that's why, um, as much as you said, you've seen a lot of things along the way. Actually, there's a lot of things I archived also. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like when I decided to publish the 377 Bay video, mm. I was fearing for the safety of my friends actually over myself. So I actually went to archive a lot of the photos I have with friends and the photos that I tagged them in. 
that's what social media is only, right? Just glimpses of your life. That's it. You can expound on it. Uh, so, what further. do you learn about me? <laughs> no, it was just just nice to see that reel of Kennedy, and you you see him grow through the years. Oh, literally, physically grow. Physically grow, and the captions that he writes. Some things are consistent. Some things are like, whoa, this is how how he viewed life then, and, and this is how he views life now. It's just so much personality. Go show some love to Kennedy's Instagram account once. Again, the handle. Oh my god, I don't want to make it sound like this. Like, this is like plugging my Instagram. I just literally it's just thought birthday. this. I know, but I thought this way today. It doesn't mean I want to plug my Instagram. But if you really want to go and see, okay, like to reference, <laughs> to reference whatever I just yeah, said. If you know choice, really just curious, then okay, long. Just talk him long. Okay, so I want to K E N N E D E C Y. That's Kennedy C Y. Uh, it's on Instagram. Yeah. Do you get self conscious when other people praise you or sing happy birthday and stuff like that? Because I know a lot of people feel that way. I don't like it when people sing the birthday song. I know we just threw it what? upon him. But I like singing for other people, but I don't like people singing for me, like especially the birthday song. I get very, everyone's eyes are on you. Everyone's looking at your smile. Everyone's just like, attention's all on you. I get really scared. So I just don't like having the birthday cake. I'm actually a lot more shy than I come off. I think some people have a natural reaction to compliments, right? And stuff. um, Until I got called out for it. So when I was in JC, I think someone was like, Oh wow, you're really cute, and I just rolled my eyes. <gasps> Whoa! No, no, no. no, no but it was it was, a, it was totally instinctive. Like right. I was like, Ugh. but then she was like, she was like, do you just roll your eyes when I complimented you? So like now I'm just like I, I try to control these instinctive things. So even if I feel like a bit uncomfortable, I'm just like mm, okay, thank you. Like I appreciate I appreciate the sentiment because I don't want the person to feel like they made a wrong decision or like you know because any of this is from a good place. It can be hard sometimes because you feel like you don't deserve the compliment or what's with this imposter syndrome thing <laughs> no I mean I definitely feel that for sure okay. Where when someone compliments me because I spent so much of my life putting myself down so when someone compliments me I feel like it's to set up something else or if you're going to say this now then you're probably not going to say this tomorrow or the day after so I'd rather not take it oh, or but Josh is so precious. Oh, stop it. <laughs> he, he, even this is like, uh, okay. What? Sam Jo, you disagree with it. Yeah, I don't have a problem you with You and your pink coat. Bring it on. <laughs> your pink raincoat. <laughs> compliment. How has birthdays been for you, Sam Jo? Uh, I love birthdays. That's how I came to be. I think birthdays are like an opportunity to celebrate you being present in this world and being alive Kind of like Kennedy, you know, um, on my birthday, I usually like take stock of my life, you know, especially when I hit 30. Oh boy, that was, that was rough. Not just as a young person having to let go of his 20s, Mm. but as a gay guy. Essentially like 30 is like what they would describe as over the hill. You know how there's yeah, a famous but, yeah. scene in uh, Queer as Folk if you watched it yeah, and Brian, Brian was celebrating like, and, yeah. his 30th See, birthday yeah his 30th birthday and it was um, it was funeral themed and they yeah. had a coffin laid out for him and everything obviously it's very inauspicious but I think a, a huge part of the gay community like places a lot of premium on youth it's currency it's sexual currency it's social currency yeah I used to love birthdays a lot but as I got older 21 woo I'm an adult finally and then it's like 24, 25, 26 and then it's like fuck, adulting is real and it's rough. And then, oh my God, bye-bye twenties. And I'm like, where the fuck did all the time go? Mm. You know? Then birthday started becoming like a bittersweet affair. So it went from like, woohoo, I'm going to party to like, oh my fuck, no, I mean, I'm going to lay low. I'm just going to have like, a, you know, the Haiti Lao people, don't come, don't come, don't sing the song. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's what you're referring to when you said you can't stand people, especially strangers in the restaurant realizing like how old you are and then they see the number of your cake. Oh, wow, three candles. But I still, you know what? I've come to peace with it and 
I think I was really dreading turning 30 and then when I finally did, you know, and now I'm 32, going on 33, I'm like, I tell myself I'm at peace with it like, because I have to be, right? Like, you know, that's something that we just can't, we can't go back in time. Time is linear, at least as we know it right now. I don't know why when you say as we know it right now it sounds like you're hoping for time travel or, like, might or be, to revive there to, might to, like, be some fourth dimension to reverse like your like time you Apple figure it out I think birthdays got bittersweet and in fact they sucked for a bit and especially when I was turning 30 I was like Ugh. but now I'm kind of like the fact that you know you're still of a certain age you still have this life like just and I've said so many times before just make the most of it and I think that's what birthdays are about it's really to celebrate you being here before yeah. I know I'm going to be 40 I'm going to be looking back I'm like what the fuck did I do with my 30s what about you, Josh? So I'm quite the opposite with you, Sandro, where for the past couple of years, birthdays have been really tough for me because so I've never really talked about this, and I don't mean to like bring this mood down or anything. A couple of years ago, I was struggling really bad with my mental health, and um, I picked a date on my calendar to kill myself. I have never talked about this openly or to with some of my friends, but I actually picked my birthday. And I booked a flight to Tokyo because I was going to do it in Tokyo. I went to see a therapist. I got better. And I had a very quiet birthday when I actually had the birthday. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still here. So I went for a jog at midnight and it started raining. And then I just like ran in the rain. (laughs) It was like a really fun, brilliant, like free spirited moment. Because it's midnight, right? And it's like crazy downpour. And I'm just running in the rain. And I just felt so happy that I'm still here. So that was um, my birthday from a couple of years ago uh, and then last year I turned 30 so I thought okay you know at this time I'm gonna have my big party I'm gonna organize everything and then coronavirus Miss Rona <laughs> Miss Rona stepped in so I ended up doing a really adorable house party with a couple of my friends and then all of us tried to sing happy birthday at the same time and the sync was off you know, because you're doing virtual. So no, happy, but happy. It was really fun. And it ended up just being a whole bunch of my friends. They just started talking about like me, like things that I'm proud about. You, Josh, is this or like where I hope you'll be and all that kind of stuff. So it was a really nice, intimate gathering of people. Where we were just talking. So that was like one of the best birthdays, which was last year. Ironically, when I turned 30, nothing fancy or anything, but they it was nice. Did you guys get gifts last year where people sent you guys stuff at your door? Yeah, because it was circuit breaker. It was, one of those it was so fun. Oh my god, it means your birthday coming up already. My birthday is 19 June, so it's like first day of phase two, if I'm not wrong. Ah. So it was great. I went out, had a dinner, but it was only five people. Uh. Okay. So but be before selective. we before we move on, thank you for sharing that with us, Josh. Yeah. Like that part. Um, and I'm glad that you're still here with us. Yeah. And yeah. I'm looking forward to you being here with us for a long, long time. Thank you. Likewise, aren't you glad you stuck around for your thirtieth birthday? How fun was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can we go back? I'm sorry. Can we just revisit that? So, what actually made you not do it when you were in Japan? Um. So I went to see a therapist, and um. So the ultimatum that I gave myself was, if I don't get better, this is what's going to happen. So I picked the date on my calendar, June 12th. If I don't get better by June 12th, I'm going to go to Tokyo. I'm going to kill myself. Like, that was the plan, right? And I went to see a therapist. It just felt nice to talk about a lot of the things that I kind of bottle up. Because doing radio, being part of the sort of the media industry, I play up the entertainer side a lot where the moment the mic's in my hand like there was this one moment where I had the worst day of my life and 
that same night, I had to host and judge a drag show. And I also had to host a sort of like a girls' night out thing for our radio station. And I remember picking up the mic and then like, everyone toast to this. And I'm like, cheers, yeah. Everyone's like happy and I'm like smiling. And then I could, I could feel the tears starting to come up already. So I just quickly like have a great night, everyone. Then I passed the mic back to the sound guy and I ran to the toilet and I just burst into tears. Where I had to do that a lot every night on radio where each talk set, I'd be like, hey, we're going to talk about this. And then once the mic is off, I just crumble, right? So it was like over and over and over every single night. This was my job, right? Turning up. And and even with my friends, I think I am also very self-conscious about opening up too much because I don't want to come off too sad or I don't want to like feel like I'm always in that space. I want to show them that I'm better now. I'm recovered, you know, so I don't want to show them that I'm still figuring it out. Having that therapist was incredible for me. And then I went to um, Bali and I had this beautiful moment where I woke up to this swimming pool in my just right outside of my door right a villa situation and I just sat in the water and I just started talking to myself we we talked about this before about how sometimes I talk to myself right so I talked to myself and I just said like you know I'm just so grateful that you're still here we haven't figured it out yet but um you're still here I'm still here and we're here to just enjoy the sun on the skin, the water right now. And then like I took my clothes off and I was naked and I was like, if there was someone else here, you'd feel embarrassed, you'd feel shy, you'd be ashamed of your body, but there's no one here, it's just me and you. So just dance, swim, because it's your body and you're alive. And I just started crying while I'm talking to myself with this very firm voice. It was like a parent voice in me, right? And um, I started saying, you remember this, okay? I will be the one to hold your hand to your grave. That's it. No one else. No matter whether you date someone, you don't date someone, whether you're friends, no friends, whatever, maybe it's you and I all the way through. So let's just let's just live and see where life takes us and that's it you and I are good so that was it so it was that moment where everything kind of turned around for me and then in June I did go to Japan and I did have a great time I met up with my friends and stuff so that was nice that's great I'm so glad that happened Woo! sorry that was a lot I didn't know I was gonna share all that no, no that was, was I'm great. happy you shared yeah. it and I think it's important like you know now you're comfortable sharing it because you know you've been through the work you've done the work with therapy and everything I cannot stress how integral therapy has been for me how life-changing it's been I know the initial fear is oh it's gonna cost this much and everything save up work towards it find alternate like try just try So each of us have very different takes on birthdays, right? We celebrate our existence that we're still here and and hopefully we can keep doing that, right? Just a stock take, Samjo, June 19th. Mm -hmm. If you can't remember, I share my birthday with the great Paula Abdul. (laughs) Straight up now, tell me, are you really gonna love me forever? Uh, uh, uh. Am I caught in a hit and run? The great, legendary Paula Abdul, ladies and gentlemen, June 19th. <laughs> well, you also share a birthday with Zoe Saldana, actress. I do. Yeah. Uh, Boris Johnson. <laughs> Fuck that. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So you can listen to us. So you can listen to us. And Macklemore. I love Macklemore. Okay. Macklemore. So who do I? I know I'm very close to Mariah, but it's not the same birthday as Mariah. Oh, who do I wish, share a birthday you with? You wish it Mariah. March 31st. Yes. Kennedy, you share a birthday with actor Ewan McGregor. 
From Moulin Rouge, Star Wars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We've all established <laughs> that Kennedy has not watched Moulin Rouge. You're which is revoke my fucking game. A How travesty. The great Christopher Walken. Who's that? Oh, Christopher Walken. Jack Antonoff. Hey, you like Jack Antonoff? He's the he's the producer for a lot. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. from Bleachers, lead singer on Bleachers as well. Oh, and this is great. I'm looking at June 12th. Mm-hmm. So this is Josh's birthday. Josh's birthday. You share your birthday with Dave Franco, hey. Adriana Lima, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. yeah. You met her before, right? Yes, yeah, I did. I did like a little video thing with her for the radio station. Yeah. Oh. Sweetheart. Anyone okay. else? I'm looking, I don't know, these are like soccer stars. Who cares? Um... <laughs> Let's see, let's see. Scroll in, scroll in, scroll in. <gasps> oh my god, Robin! Yeah. No wonder you're always dancing on your own, Josh. <gasps> wow, I, I mean, I love Robin so, so much. I freaking love her. Yeah, so I think it's an yeah. honor What's to share. What's your favorite Robin song? Dancing on my own, for sure. Yeah. Call Your Girlfriend. I can keep going on, by the way. I like Fembot. Oh, oh nice. The whole song. Body Talk album, right? Yeah. By the way, I shared June 12th with a Singaporean actress, Jesslyn Tay. Oh my god, Cheng Siu Chen. Yeah. Who played Tong Fang Pu Bai in Xiao Ao Jiang Hu. I don't know the English version. Whoa. Very China suddenly. Whoa. But she is like up there, yeah. okay? But then she left and then I don't know what happened to her. Do she was really up there with like Huang Pi Ren and Zoe Tay and Fan Wong. Was this before your time? Generation Gap lah. It's okay, it's okay. Hi, you don't know who Jaceline Tay is? I know who Zoe Tay and, and Huang Pi Ren and who's the other one you said? Or Fan Wong. I don't know who, who are they yeah. but it's just... I used to cut out their photos from 8 Days Magazine and paste it on my box file and bring it to school. Huh? I was right. obsessed cool. last time. Jesslyn Tay. Oh. I've yeah. always loved Jesslyn Tay. She's yeah. she's a very... She's very lanky. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So like her because she's Beautiful. lanky? She has very nice cheekbones, oh. which is why they kind of cast her for the role of Dong Fang Pu Pai. She basically played the guy who castrated herself. Anyway, <laughs> that's that whole like legend. Well, on that note, right now, we have a special guest that's going to join us on the show. His name is, well, I grew up with him as Ren Hui. Mm-hmm. Some people call him Renjamin. That's his Instagram handle. We can call him Ren. He is our in-house resident astrologer gay. Astrologer! <laughs> Welcome, Ren! Hi. I love the portmanteau, astrologer. Yeah! That's a good one, yeah. yeah. So I love that you mentioned the portmanteau about astrologer. Yeah. I feel like it's really like legit a type of gay. Because you know like Joshua's a gamer. Like he's a gaming gay. Yeah, Sam mm-hmm. Joe's a karaoke. He's karaoke. a karaoke. <laughs> he's a karaoke. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am! And I'm uh, like, back then when clubs open, like the, like the clubbing scene gay, that yeah, kind. Love. So yeah, I was basically a basic ass. Like right. always at the clubs kind of gay. Right, your ass. And we have an astrologer. So tell us more about what it means to be an astrologer. And why do you think so many... <laughs> Why do you think so many gay men are like drawn to astrology? Yeah, so many, do you think that's a trend? Like what made you get into astrology in right. the first place? No, I don't think it's just gay men. I think generally queer people kind of like brings together a community. It allows you to be able to relate to something and being kind of rejected, uh, maybe from your church, from communities, from society. You want to turn to something and like sometimes religion is just not that accessible. I'm not saying that there are gays that are not religious, like those two worlds can coexist, but... It's like an alternative form of spirituality? Yeah, I would definitely think so. Yeah, for Mm. sure. We need to figure us out. Can you help us out? Oh my god, yeah. All right, so Samjo and I are both Gemini's, right? So Mm. I've heard... (laughs) (laughs) I love the way you say it, so I've heard as if like it's very notorious (laughs) to be a Gemini. It is. (laughs) 
Is <laughs> what are you saying? So I'll be honest, I'm not really fully aware of like the horoscope stereotypes because mm-hmm. I personally uh, am not into it. But I'm open to hearing more about it today. I'm very scared. <laughs> For two reasons. First reason is like, every time someone tells me about like what I am, what I'm supposed to be, what my destiny is supposed to be, you know, I feel like it might lead to some self-fulfilling prophecy. And the, mm-hmm. the second reason is the last time we tried talking about astrology, we were with Pretty Please and we spilled the chai all over the table. Do you remember that? Yeah, bad luck. So Wait, you like guys actually spilled the chai? We did. We did. <laughs> I, I'm getting really good juju here today. So please okay. tell us. No. Give us good news. Yeah, so I think... First things first, I need to correct you on that belief that astrology is going to like set in stone what your destiny or what you're meant to do. With astrology and learning about your birth chart, it kind of gives you a better understanding of yourself, how your natural predisposition is meant to be. That doesn't define you in any way. And there's always like an evolved version of your sign of like different aspects of you. And it's just a way for you to grow and like just get to know yourself better. Yeah. I'm just so distracted by your voice. It's <laughs> it's drawing me in. It's freaking sexy. He, you have a radio voice. Joshua oh Simon, God. watch out. He's coming for your gig. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm very flattered. Because yeah. I think like, I've always been just very self-conscious about my voice, especially. Why? I like how I sound when I talk. And then when I hear myself like play it back or whatever, like I'm like... Who's that person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, like your voice. But you sound great oh. to us, yeah. just so you know. Yeah, I think we're our own like harshest critics sometimes. I hate listening to my voice as well. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. we're our own harshest critics, but I feel like I want to hear what you have to say about Sam Joe with regards to his astrology <laughs> sign. <laughs> astrology sign is his star sign. Because oh no, oh just now you were like, oh, Gemini, so I've heard. Yeah. And I'm just like, is there yeah. something very notorious? No. We have two Geminis here today. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The stereotype that I know, because they, are, they have like two faces, right? So I always thought that Gemini stuff. The stereotype is that they're very duplicitous. Yeah, it's like the Gemini twins. So it's like there's two sides to a coin. They switch from end to end. There's obviously like stereotypes and it's always funny. Like if you're in the know, like, right. oh, haha, like well, that's get- a Scorpio. Let's avoid that person. Mm. But no, like each star sign like has its perks, um, draws, flaws, everything. But they're all balanced to some degree. So yeah. Yeah. People just think Geminis are bubbly one moment and then their energy's all down the next just with the switch of a button. That's me. But at the same time, like Geminis and air signs, so they're actually really great communicators. They're Mm -hmm. very good at bringing the community together. Stop it! Stop it! That kind of is congruent with your professions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is just your sun sign. If you go through your whole birth chart, like there's the big three, your sun, your moon and your rising and that's um like how i like to get to know people okay the big three your sun's kind of like your core sign that's your main identity but then you also have your moon and rising it has more to do with your emotions and your inner self the one that's maybe not the side that you might not show like everyone and then your rising sign is your exterior, like how you're perceived in general, how you present yourself, your face. When I was younger, I think when I found out I was an Aries, I was like, yeah, I'm an Aries because I'm that bitch. You know, <laughs> I'm a fire sign. Yes. I am like Princess Azula from Avatar, the last airbender. I am a fire sign. And then so for the longest time, my whole self-concept was built on like, I'm a bad bitch, you know, I'm a fire sign, I'm an effing Aries. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So I I, I, I mean, that's know. Aries energy right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But maybe it's Aries season, no, right? to be fair, To be fair, maybe what you hear on the podcast and what you see online, maybe it's different in real life. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's why there's like sort of the side of you that, that 
people perceive you as and the side that you show other people and then there's a side that you kind of go home to, right? Yeah, so like, I mean, I always joke around like my Aries. I think there was one time I was, I was on a date. Like at the start of the date, I said, hey, you know, after like this time, I'm going to go home. That time came, I was quite smashed as in I was quite <laughs> drunk. Uh, the guy was like, oh, do you want to go home? It's like, you said you want to go home, right? Oh, I feel so bad about this. Uh, my Aries side came out lah. Yes. Oh. I said it in the most like CNA news presenter tone. I was like, I was like, if you want to go home, you can go home first. Please don't infantilize me. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. I love that. I love that. I'm an Aries rising, so I can also kind of relate. How many rising are you? <laughs> no, I'm a Taurus moon. A Taurus Aries moon rising. And Aries rising. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I want to guess your sun sign now. This is fascinating. I'm just feeling your energy right now. I love it. You're here. shrinking the shrink. Oh I'm just my God. like, ooh. Do it. I'm just breathing in your sand. Right right I got the hackers. Huh? <laughs> I think that you could really be. I I I'm getting. You're very, so full of shit. Just say it. I'm getting very <laughs> warm, likable vibes from you. So Aww. I'm gonna say you're a Libra. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like share who I shared my birthday with with you guys. Go for it. That will guess your sun sign from there. So that one person that I'm like super proud to share my birthday with is Paris Hilton. Oh my god. <laughs> I, okay, I got it already. You're a February baby. Uh-huh. I know because I had her. I had a February theme party last year uh-huh. just before COVID and one of my friends came dressed as Paris. Oh my god. So you're Pisces. Uh, no. Hey, no, Aquarius. No, no. Aquarius. 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 That's why you get along with Josh. Yeah. Yeah, well, air signs. There you go. So speaking of compatibility, mm. let's say if you were to pair me with the Geminis, how do Aries and Geminis, not that I want to date them lah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, please I mean, don't. Uh, we please. weren't offering, but <laughs> yeah. sure. No, thank uh. you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think Blah. just utter chaos, honestly. <laughs> is that based on the compatibility on the in terms of astrology theory? Or is that based on like what you're witnessing based right now? No, <laughs> 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 I think like their air signs, your fire, you're just gonna f- they're just gonna feed your flame. Oh, right, yeah. I never um, thought about it that way. Even though my boyfriend like doesn't believe in astrology, I like Forced him to download CoStar and like put in his time of birth, like oh God, so I can download CoStar, so I can act <laughs> just so I can see our compatibility like on each of our signs. Wow! Back then, uh, when I was still on like dating apps, I was on OkCupid. So one of the questions that they asked, right, was how important is astrology to you, or like do you believe in astrology? Something along those lines. <laughs> uh, then, like for me, I put totally not important for me. I would swipe left. That means I would reject when I see if someone is super into it. <laughs> Really? Oh, wow. As in, as in, I don't know. I, I, I get it though. Like, I've... I am cautious of people who, if I get to know you and we're vibing really well, it's going really well, and then you start checking my birth certificate to figure out whether or not we're compatible for each other. Like when you have to like sort of consult someone else to figure out whether or not mm. we're I'm worth dating you. I think that's the part that when it becomes sort of a deterrent. But I think for me, when I was in that mentality at the time, I think it was at a less enlightened stage in my life because I think I was angry at a lot of things that was happening in the country and with being gay in Singapore. And I think I just became a hardcore atheist, like hardcore. Mm. And I was very against spirituality, very against like a lot of things. And I think I've, I've come to a stage uh, where I'm more like spirituality is something that maybe I don't understand, uh, but it's important for other people. It doesn't mean that I 
cannot get to know someone as a person or even date the person. I think I'm a lot more open to that. Um, that's why I said just now that point about alternative spirituality, right? I've come around to be a more open-minded about it, but that was my experience. So like, if anyone's listening and you feel like very judgy about it, I think don't need to be so judgmental. Like. If you don't believe, that's fine. If you don't yeah. believe, just <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> just for Kennedy, we're going to be reading... Because reading is what? Fundamental. The library is open. <laughs> it's not that kind of reading, is it? No, no, it's not. That no, kind of it's not that kind at all. Um, I hope it's good, but unless it's a negative, then it is lah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, here goes. <clears throat> this is today's reading for Aries. Just because you didn't hit it off with someone the first time you met them does not mean that you will never get along with them. The catch, though, is that you might assume you won't because of that first experience, so you may never bother to try again. The same goes for other things in life. An upcoming chance to do something that you didn't enjoy could bring a big reward. But because you didn't find it interesting in the past, Aries, you might assume it isn't a good idea. Give it a chance anyway, and you may find that the reward alone is enough of a reason to try. Um, I did not get that at all. <laughs> But Basically, don't let bad experiences haunt me and, you know, just because it didn't work out something the first time doesn't mean I shouldn't try again. It's kind of telling you to not be so much of an Aries of a, like, <laughs> but that's who I go, 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 go kind of person. <laughs> See, it's and keeping so you in check, right? Yeah, and that's a, I think that's also another thing about astrology is you can be evolved and not just embody the stereotype of whatever your sign is. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I, I used to reject star signs horoscopes and all that because I I want to live a little bit more like a free spirit right yeah. I'm starting to just use it as okay this is what the stars say I am let me use this to help me figure out my right. life like as a guide if you like don't even want to like deal with it but you want to engage on some level you know astrology gives you that space to reflect yeah Okay. You know, we've heard so much about Ren the astrologer gay. But now let's know Ren as Ren. Ren is the gay. <laughs> well, I mean, that isn't all that defines him, but let's get to know what Ren, like who Ren is, not what, sorry, yes. who. Okay, so I'm a longtime super fan. <laughs> SG Boy is super fan. Oh. Are we different from, now that you kind of sat with us through the whole recording of this episode, are we different from how we come across when Basically, you listen to us? Well, Josh, I like know you, so that's something else. Um, <laughs> but no, like honestly, I think, yeah, like this whole experience so far like has kind of blown me away just like how honest you guys are and how like everything's on the table and everything's discussed but it's like at the same time it's so much fun yay <laughs> so whatever you, on. whatever you hear on Spotify right, it's, it's Josh's world because he edits everything just kidding <laughs> <laughs> We went to church together at like what? Ten years ago. Ages ago. And we actually dated for a very short time. Like a second. For a second, but things were very was Josh. Let's be honest. Hey. No, that's the thing. It never got really got to that point. Yeah. Because I wasn't even like sure of myself. And then you flew away. Yeah, for college. You went to college in America. America. Uh, I was on the west coast in a little town called Davis. Yeah. UC, UC Davis. Davis. UC Davis. Right. Okay. So after all these years where he's kind of containing his sexuality, uh, not really addressing it, not really expressing it, uh, a friend of mine sends me a WhatsApp video where it's Runway in a club 
and there's a drag queen on stage and he's just casually walking, sashing, and then he does a death drop. <gasps> and my <gasps> jaw oh my just oh my dropped. Okay. And I literally teared up because I just felt so happy for you knowing Listen, you through the years. Okay, yeah. So that was um, us in London. We're in heaven. The heaven, heaven London. Lot. So Heaven is a very renowned gay bar in London, right? Yeah, and like, so I was there with Rachel, actually. Nice. And so we were like watching like Drag Race. It was a Drag Race screening night. And so they would have these um, games in between. They basically like threw me out of my chair and was like, you need to go, like you need to do it. And so it was like a sachet. Sissy that walk kind of challenge. Sissy that walk kind of challenge, exactly. And so like, as I was like walking back, the drag queen was like, where's the sissy? And I was just like, you know, I was like my first time, but... All I knew, knew how to do was like a death drop, so that was like Ooh. what I did, and everyone like just shut up. Were you practicing <laughs> at home? I'm sure you have. Oh, I have. I mean, it's so much fun, and like you know, watching Drag Race all these years, it's like you always want to like be able to do it, right? Everyone Aww. went whoa. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Oh my I god, guess. I want to live for so long, but it's quite difficult to learn, right? Well, I didn't like do the jump one. I just like slide my leg forward. Is she gonna jump from there? Is she gonna? Okay, not like Aja level. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Not a coochie no. slam. Coochie <laughs> slam. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt happy that you were finally, it felt like you were Aww. free, you know? Yeah, I mean, but I think that's the funness, but also the danger of, like, queer life. Back when um, I knew you, like, all those years ago, like, I was still in junior college. I was on the canoeing and dragon boat team. Like, I was... Ooh. <laughs> Basically being told, like, what I was meant to be, like, who I was supposed to be, how I was supposed to act, like, you know, yeah. how stifling um, Singapore can be with astrology, with, you know, meeting different types of people, with, like, experiencing gay life. Yeah, I just, like, got to know myself better, got to know the world better, got to embrace myself. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Like, I see what you mean now when you say he's grown. So it wasn't Joshua Simon that turned you gay. It was uh-huh. California uh-huh. and uh-huh. That's a <laughs> California like, oh, gay. Cannot oh, the parents God. say, you know, that it's like, oh. I shouldn't have sent you to a bank. <laughs> 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 you, you see what the West has done to you, that kind of thing. I speak from my own experience as well. My mom believes that, fully believes yeah, like, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what a generation of people believe. They believe that because you're there, you've been influenced in some way. It's like the evil West in their mind and things like that. I don't know. And I can actually kind of relate to your experience of, I think even before flying, we kind of knew deep down yeah. that, you know, we we're gay. I mean, maybe we were out to like some people, but not everyone. And sometimes not even like completely to ourselves. Going overseas. And I know how this is going to sound to some people like, oh, it's like Western indoctrination and everything. But I think we have to stop seeing the world in terms of like East and West. Like that's just not how things work. Mm. I personally... When I went to California as well, <laughs> I went to Claremont. It wasn't stuff that I hadn't seen before. Like, right. America's very readily accessible in pop culture. Especially Hollywood, especially exactly, California. Exactly, yeah. for, All the way from Hollywood Squares to Hit Me Baby One More Time. Everything, okay? <laughs> A lot of it is kind of queer. Going there and like, living the experience and seeing how unafraid people were to be in their own skin. Um, that was very inspiring to me and I made a lot of like really good friends from there and they also taught me a lot about myself that I didn't necessarily know and to quote the late great Whitney Houston I didn't know my own strength oh, <laughs> and I really yeah. got a lot of strength from these people like seeing how unapologetically they live their lives mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were unapologetic bitches. Like, you know, you want to do, a, you know, a coochie slam, you want to do a dip, like, do it. You want to sissy that walk, do it. You know, you want to wear a, a skirt, go ahead and do it. You want to wear heels, oh, like, course, you know. Yeah. yeah. Break you want to get a piercing, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. want to get a nipple piercing, you want to get a Prince Albert. <laughs> go for it. Okay, I wouldn't encourage okay, the there. Prince Albert. If but... you have a Prince Albert, how does it go in? Okay, yeah, that's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> we should get someone with like Prince, Prince Albert Albert. to come and like talk um, about it. That's a good I've, episode, like, right? Like hooked up with someone that had one. How does it feel inside you? <laughs> I'm sure for many gay people, the idea of being able to go to America and live that life, this fantasy that we've always kind of dreamt up or seen through the TV, like why would you ever want to come back to Singapore? Um, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> have a choice mic drop thank you very much for listening <laughs> well but no but I know people who like are gay and have been there and they don't like it they say yeah there's these things that they have certain freedoms there but they view it in terms of like a it comes at a price and a cost I mean how do you how do you feel about that you just really got to know like who you are it's a very individual thing right? it is a very individual mm. thing and you know there's obviously like grass is always greener trade-offs like I think coming back to Singapore obviously like Trump was president America was in a mess with COVID and how things were handled and I just graduated I didn't have a job yeah like Singapore's still stable like my friends family are there like, I could easily like go back and figure things out on from that that's what really frustrates me sometimes about living here it's like why is it an either or thing you know some people say like uh yeah you have all those freedoms but in singapore we have this this this, this. and i'm like why can't we have both <laughs> like what <laughs> you know what i mean we can yeah. why can't we have the economy and the safety and still have rights like no, to me it's yeah. just like yeah why is it always like people make it sound as if like if you don't like it here you can move mm. no i'm just like wait this why, is why? still your home no yeah. it's like why, why does it have to be like just because you want to be Singaporean means you need to be a certain type of conservative or have a certain type of politic. That's not right. Maybe I haven't had my heart broken enough by this country yet. But I mean, I am frustrated. So I, for a long time, thought I'm only going to be completely myself when I'm overseas. Uh, I tell myself at eight in the morning that I'm going to speak a certain way. I'm going to try to like girls and all that. By two in the afternoon, I'm sashaying and doing a death drop. Part of me is like, oh, they want me to move overseas and, and live in the West because they, they think homosexuality is only in the West. Then maybe that's what I'll just focus and save money and go, no, I'm going to try to make this home as well for me. And for other gay men who don't have the, the ability to move overseas and study, because I've always wanted to go to America and study. I, I can't. I, financially, I cannot do that. But I have a job here. I love my family. My friends are here as well. I'm going to try to make this that place for me. You know, if you really do genuinely have a better life overseas, I think that you should have the freedom and you shouldn't feel, feel guilty about pursuing that life, you know. Do what makes you happy. Like for me and Josh, um, we're very much rooted here and that's okay. We should definitely give everyone who feels like that the blessing that they deserve. But Ren, do you see yourself moving back? I don't know, honestly. I remember writing my journal like at 15. Oh, I just want to like escape to California. You know, coming to terms with myself, like learning that I was gay and learning that it's just not accepted. And especially when you're like surrounded by people that propagate that and like don't really like support and like embrace you. Um, you just don't really see a life here for yourself, you know. And mm. so I didn't see how I could live here long term, afford to buy a house, get married, have legal protection, potentially have kids. And it's still a struggle today. Yep. Coming back, honestly, I must say the younger generation, like I am a little bit blown away by how 
open-minded they are, how much more like we're discussing about important issues, like social issues like that. I would say even I'm shocked, even though I'm like born in 97, right? I think, you know, when the protests outside MOE happen mm-hmm. um, and one of the protesters, uh, they are only like, how old, like what, 19? And I'm just like, whoa, this is like, I already thought I'm loud, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, la, things things are changing. It's yeah. exciting. That's why we do this podcast here where two Geminis and Aries and an Aquarius can can make their own little platform, celebrate the stories that we have and engage in making that change now. That dream of elsewhere right here. And even though the stars may not always shine on you the way you want them to be, maybe your moon is like all over the place. And maybe the place that you are living in is not the most perfect that is devoid of heartbreak. As it does happen, I know that, yeah, we still have each other. And I'm glad you came on today and you now know for a fact that you have two extra gay friends in Singapore (laughs) that you can hit up anytime for a chat. And the same goes out to all of you listeners out there. If you ever feel like you need a key key, you need to talk to someone, or you just need a listening ear, the SG boys are here for you. There you go. You have family here. And to quote the iconic Paris Hilton that we all love, You know the stars are crazy, I'll show you why. Yes. I don't <laughs> mind wasting my time. Uh-huh. I feel like this is the dun, 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 this dun, is dun, dun. this is the bridesmaid episode where it's like oh, I have something to say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Consuelo, <laughs> mi amor. Uh, okay, no, I gotta go already. The, the SG Boys. Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.